what up what up hello again uh yeah just like part one just coming in to let you guys know that i made a mistake uh part two i think the music is a little bit too loud uh during the speaking but you know it, it's tolerable it's about as loud as it is now so it's a vibe you know what i mean um yeah if you're concerned and wondering why it comes in like this listen to part one you'll hear the little disclaimer in the beginning and if you like these beats man i can only i can stress it only so much uh so dope 95 one of the illest i'm the opposite the very guy you yeah that's him that's his music right here in the background and i think actually in part two i'll come in talking about how dope he is again so yeah double up peace mega late show 135 Is that a Big Sean sample? Yeah, chopped up or like okay. pinched up, I think. Is it? I don't know. Oh, I can't tell. I don't listen to much of Big Sean. It sounds like him, so I'm okay. assuming. Well, shoot, this is Soul Dope 95, my main guy. He's the dude that I use most consistently for um, the musical bed on the podcast. I was, uh, he was my most listened to artist uh this year Word? i mean it's kind of the the numbers are kind of inflated because i do use him as a musical bed uh and i have several times but i also have him on repeat heavy and um so shout out to him and uh yeah let's go ahead and get back into 135 part two which is where we share music and such um i don't know guys uh let's do some introductions again let's start with the co-host jet xl london uk uh japanese music nerd tkyo3.jp a network uh, which provides interviews of japanese artists reviews of japanese records uh, curated playlists of japanese music something something japanese noun all right uh, and occasional fashion model uh, when i need money hey and our guests uh ro morikawa call me ro uh virginia usa uh 23 Producer, singer-songwriter, pianist, physicist. Let's go. <laughs> Scientist. Yes, sir. Uh, Physics. Deza, 24, Canadian, hip-hop, producing, rapping, uh, sweetest in Tokyo, I hope. Love strawberry milk. Let's get it. Oh, you be drinking milk? Strawberry milk. Only man. strawberry milk. Yeah, that's my, that's my shit, man. I don't fuck with milk, like, period. I mean, I don't drink, you know, I drink almond now, but strawberry mm. milk is, like, the only I, exception. I, is there an almond strawberry milk? I tried it. I've tried that before. That I'm pretty sure different. there is. But you have it's to like make it yourself. You know, you know, okay. like back in like the states, you got like Nesquik strawberry, like the strawberry. I mean, syrup thing. back in my refrigerator, I got that. Oh my god, <laughs> I had to get some of that. You want me to just like get a little? I'll put in a little cup for you. Yeah, yeah, yo, man, yeah, like, I'd be to go cup, bro. <laughs> now you can go to the Hanamasa right over here and they pick really up the got, little bar. Yeah, Hanamasa, that shit real cheap yeah. as well. Yeah, Nesquik. Or is it Maybe it's a Hershey's joint. Like Maybe it's a Hershey's, but it's the syrup. You know, you yeah, get the caramel, the chocolate. I'll check that out. Hanamatsu, yeah, yeah. right? Hanamasa. Hanamasa. We Hanamasa. can just leave the swing by on the way back. Okay. Yeah. It's like yeah, right yeah. around the corner. Hell yeah, I'm yeah. trying to see yeah. that. Let's go. It's a wholesale store. That place is great. I fucking love Hanamasa. They got like actual bacon there. Shit, If you man. eat the swine. You know what I mean? Oh. But they got like, it's the joints that like, you put it in the pan and the pan get real greasy. Oh, <laughs> it's not like whatever. Stuff. I don't know what type of lean pigs they got. They're baking from, from I Japan. I swear that junk has 100% <laughs> lean, no fat. I, right. <laughs> these guys, I these guys on a diet, man. Well, I, working it's, out. it's weird. Like for a long time, I couldn't find any like legit bacon out here. But yeah, shout out right. to Hanamasa. Oh yeah, man. Good looks on that. I appreciate it. 
Hey, you know, I, sometimes I have the informations. <laughs> sometimes if Mega Late Show does that, Tokyo Hip Hop Art and Culture. And man, for all, we're, you know what I was thinking about too, Jet? We didn't play any of your music last time you were here. And I remember you saying you make some music. Is that a possibility today? Uh, probably not today. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll have some stuff for you guys, like in a, in a future episode. Y'all better look when we get to that. Gone, pink. I, I, pink. Whenever you're ready, he makes pink. some crazy um, stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I've been making music for almost a decade now. Like, I, I was I was maybe 19, first year of college, when I started getting, like, serious, serious about it. I mean, I you know, I'd do stuff when I was, like, a teenager with, like, a little four-track recorder. Like, I used to fuck around with tape decks and stuff when I was a little kid because my dad's a musician. So, you know, I had, like, instruments and gear around the house all the time, like a big Korg keyboard and guitars, tape recorders, uh, whatever was kind of lying around, like a very rudimentary, like... 90s build of Cubase and Reason, like whatever. Um, so I've been doing this for a long time, but you know, I, I've been making making music for probably about a decade now. We can get it going, man. Like anytime you're ready, just bring it through or send it to me, and I might, you know, what I mean, just put it yes, at the end of the podcast because I tend to do stuff like that. Mm, yes, sir. You know what I mean, support local and independent artists, guys. Yes, right, sir. Well, something's coming. Yeah. Something's coming. Cool. I'm excited to hear it. I did want to give a public service announcement. I feel like this might be an apt public service announcement since we have some young bloods in the building that may have not heard about this album. But I imagine the Jet is very familiar with it, or at least somewhat familiar with it. But uh, I think it's going to be like the 19th anniversary, the day that this. Wait, wait, let's see. When is this coming out? So like the 16th, which is in a few days from now, is going to be the 19th anniversary of one of my favorite winter albums of all time, which is called The Cold Vein. Mm. By Cannibal Lox. Are y'all familiar with this at all? I've heard of Cannibal Lox. Haven't heard of Cold yeah, Vein. Heard of it. That's I mean that's their that's their one. Like the other albums they came out with. Eh, that's that title track off of that record. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I think I should play some of that then right now. Cold Vein. Yeah, and it's you guys are familiar with uh, Run the Jewels, right? Yeah, yeah. LP, LP Killer Mike. Well, LP produced this entire album, and it was one of the first albums to really catapult his independent label definitive jokes which used to be deaf jokes until they got that cease and desist from deaf jam uh, from, uh, the, but it is the album that kind of catapulted him into or that label into the spotlight and it's largely considered one of the greatest albums of that you know that era and that decade i think it is i think it's uh it's it's its own thing there's not really anything that sounds like it even LP's production doesn't sound like it in the modern day. But um, the two MCs are Vastair and Vordo Megala. And yeah, let's play some. Uh, should I play some weird, the weird joint off of it? Or like. Uh, play, 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 is, play is the one big track off of that that everybody knows, which has that one sample. I, I never figured out what they were saying. Mm, what is the one big track? But like, I, I don't know what they're saying on that joint. <laughs> Let me see. This joint? But it's a winter album. It sounds so winter to me. There we go. Iron Galaxy. Cause man kills and still cats visualize life ghetto like one mind sometimes 
see life, street like incomplete light, and be like, I'ma live life after this one crime, one line from the megalobloat spine. Everyone knows the city's ill, cats kill, still black. This is the opening track. Yeah, I, I said title track earlier. I meant to say opening track. LP's production is so interesting, man. It's so full. He really does take that bomb squad approach of just there's always sound. There's like a lack of negative space. Also, unidentifiable samples. You know what I mean? Like, he really doesn't just ever put a record on, sample it, and then people are like, oh, that's that joint. You know, it's like he's manipulating it so you, you lose track of what it was ever was. And But. So Vord Omega, let me see, I'll skip it. Let me, uh, let me go to some other joints here, man. And listen to the synths. That, that, that right ear hitting, bro. I mean, I just can I just jump through a couple of joints, man. Let's see what you mean about the winter album, man. Yeah. It is kind of. I mean, it's cozy. Yeah. So one of the themes of the album, right, is like there are these New York cats, right, in this city of concrete, and like they make parallels of them being humans are kind of like the pigeons they're like these birds who are in the city and not seen as beautiful and you know what i mean kind of eating the, the trash off of the street and living in squalor but at the end of the album it's like they become phoenixes you know what i mean so there's this transformation um, throughout the album and it's just fucking it's just ill man but beautiful beautiful sonically beautiful album and also you'll notice like there's a through line between the rhyme style approaches of Vastair and Vord Omega that kind of exists today in um, other MCs like Billy Woods and Elucid, um, even, you know, a Milo or there's just a variety of cats who are kind of making this music. And in fact, um, Billy or Curly Castro is another guy who was influenced by them. This is like the whole Aesop rock era of MCs um, along with Cannibal Ox. And it's just, yeah, man, there's a through line there. Billy Woods was actually rhyming with these cats back then. So. Yeah, but yeah, that's that. So we 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 hip you to that. Let me see. If we can just do that's beautiful. what's up, man. Nineteen years of yeah. cold vein. Yeah, ambiance in the background. It's a weird type of vibe, right? Like, I mean, to me, it sounds better on like a system. Like, the the album really fucking bangs when you play it in a when you play it in like a, a vehicle. You know, I remember uh, listening to this in a yeah, fucking yeah. vehicle. Yeah, where, it, like, where it like surrounds you yeah i mean like you listen to any of lp's music i feel is music meant for like a system because it's like his drums bang that's why run the jewels is like it's almost like like stadium fucking hip-hop you know what i mean like loud hip-hop for that like it's not for the club so. fantastic damage must be like coming up on 20 years as well now, yeah right? indeed yeah fandam 
I have a really great experience with that album. I was like living in Hawaii at the time, and I got like a, a bootleg copy of it before it dropped. And we were sitting in my cousin Phenom's uh, Integra, and we were bumping fucking what is the joint? Accidents don't happen, yeah, which yeah. sounds like this really crazy um, accordion, right? It's hard to describe the beat, but um, it sounds like some real crazy accordion. And these white dudes were like walking down the street in Waikiki. And we're like, what the fuck is that? Well, that sounds fucking crazy. What is that? What is that? And we drove off, and we, I never got to tell them oh. <laughs> like it was fucking El Producto. But I hope that later they fucking found out that it was LP because it's some real. Here, hold on. That is my man. What's this joint here? Exactly. Yeah, so we're like bumping this loud as shit, and they're just walking and like it's like. Oh yeah. Man. It's not an accordion. It's just this weird three loop. Like a modular synth yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Weird shit, man. Public service announcement. Pay attention to stuff. Van Damme. And this is that weird hip-hop shit that I don't really like. A lot of heads, like, the, the cast just say that, like, Nas is their favorite MC. Weren't on this same wavelength. Uh. You know, they followed Nas into the shiny suit era and the Uchi Wally <laughs> era and I, we all dug underneath the permafrost and were underground for a fucking whole last minute so yeah but yeah more beats so let's um let's see I, I wanted to ask some questions about this year right who are you guys fucking with this year what are your favorite releases favorite artists and albums this year Yo, 2020 man it's been uh i guess up and downs so i'd say my favorite album of 2020 is definitely i mean it i mean it's limbo it was dope like i i listened to that whole thing through and through i mm -hmm. liked it all Wes right. atlas said the same thing i think oh yeah yeah just yeah. a few weeks ago, like like two weeks ago that shit is, i don't know that that shit is tight man. Nah, you gotta check him oh, out he's, he's, he's dope he's really for real. I, I feel a kind of kinship to him you know because uh, i'm somali oh yeah 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 and he's he's ethiopian or, or yeah he's ethiopian yeah yeah oh no shit yeah, yeah so um it almost feels like like conceptually kind of the same i feel like he's a first gen immigrant as well he's a first gen immigrant as well so we just have that kind of like um not symmetry but you know we got that kind of uh back not back and forth i can't think of the right word well, i mean there, there's a parallel to yeah parallel yeah. that's the word parallel, parallel to your experience yeah. exactly. someone yeah so yo that's dope mm -hmm. so you, your your parents are both somali uh so my mom is like half somali half uh yemen yemeni so um and my dad's full somali yeah so Oh, that's dope to be able to trace back your like black lineage like that. That's yeah, that's something sure. that a lot of American black folks just don't really. You yeah, know, we can't do that. Yeah, yeah I mean we right. can, we can do like a twenty three and me yeah. type of Babylon thing. It's like what was it like West Africa? Right, vaguely West right. Africa. Right, mm -hmm. but so even like, then, like you don't know like what kind of tribe you came from right. or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. I just know it was triangle trade. Right. Right. But there was a lot of also political discord that happened in uh, in Somalia. Like my my stepdad went to Somalia for the um, like back in, in the day. Yeah, in yeah. the 90s. You yeah, know? no, there was a civil war, and that's that's right. why um I'm kind of I was kind of moved to Canada. I mean, I was never born in Somalia, but right. because of that whole situation, my parents had to leave. Like they grew up in Egypt and shit because conflict happened right. here and there. But after you know the country went into complete anarchy, it's just like yeah, it's time to leave. So. That's, oh, that's dope. Yeah, my parents like they grew up in Cairo and stuff or for a bit. So, oh, wow. What, what yeah. is it? The, the what is the 
what is the language? Do, do your parents speak like Somali? Somali? Yeah, Somali. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to be like, yo, do nah, they nah, speak nah. Somali? I nah, didn't nah, know. Nah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So Somali, it's called Somali. Yeah, yeah. Somali and Arabic. They speak. Do, do your do your parents speak either of those? Um, yeah, they they do. They speak fluent Somali Arabic, and yeah. you know a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, freak it. Freak it? What you want yeah. to say? Uh, I mean, just say what it like. Just speak it. I want to hear the beautiful. Uh, you know, I'm not uh, gonna catch anything. That's the word. I hate yeah. that. Like, <laughs> like when, it, when it's just like, like how you say protect oh, your you neck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how you say protect your <laughs> neck. Protegez-vous. <laughs> uh, where, where the hose at? <laughs> go 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 to a uh, go to a. Uh, no, I mean just uh, say anything, dog. Say anything, I don't uh, need you to. Magari wa Ahmed do all. I said my Somalian, uh, I'm, I'm mixing Japanese and Somali, man. Like, <laughs> like my Japanese, like my Somali is kind of rusty as hell. I don't, but, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Sabah manaksin sahib ke, fiantahe. Yeah, that's so, dope, doc. So. You should incorporate that into your music. You know, what I mean, that's yeah. like a whole different. You know, I, part of yourself that's I definitely want to sample more Somali music. It's got a very distinct rhythm and bounce mm-hmm. to it. So I want to definitely incorporate that into my music yeah, in the future. That's dope. We were bro. actually talking about that like a couple weeks back, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were just walking home from like what Sushi. Was Sushi yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like we were like, he wants to sample like Somali and I, I would like to sample some like some traditional Filipino stuff. Mm-hmm. And stuff yeah. Like that, you know? I mean, cool. I could hook you up with some some uh, some Filipino artists that have been doing kind of similar oh, things. Work? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I, I, that's one of the things that I really like that has been happening more. There's like a, a, a newfound kind of. You remember the Afrocentric? Well, you, you don't remember. You guys were really young, and so was I. But like, there was like that that Pan African, pro Black Afrocentric uh, movement that was just like anything that was like African, like was embraced. You know, medallions and things. But there's a little bit more of a kind of focus on specific regions and where people are coming from specifically that I think is just really yeah. beautiful. You know, before I came to before I came to Japan, I had never really met Nigerians and people from Ghana and all these yeah, other parts. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, y'all black folk. I, I mean, I met Jamaicans and shit and people from Trini, mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. like, but, but like, I've I've met a, f- a handful of Somalian uh, cats, yeah, and, and I, the, the features are distinct too. And I didn't recognize some of the features are distinct mm. uh, of like a lot of the East African um, tribes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's similarities between Eritreans, Ethiopians, and Somalis. Yeah, it's, it's actually Somalis, not Somalians. Okay, okay. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of people say Somalians. Cause, I mean, it makes sense, right? But mm. I, I feel like I picked that up from like some American news bullshit when yeah, I was a kid. It was definitely, probably some disinformation definitely. type of 100%. bullshit. Word. I think I appreciate you for clearing that up for me because I don't want to look like a bozo. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's dope, man. That's really dope. What about you, Ro? What have you been listening to? Um, I mean, albums of the year. I want Jet's opinion on this too. Mm. Maybe he's gonna freak it with some Japanese <laughs> shit. Uh. <laughs> uh, let's think. Um, my, I think my top album of the year. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Ra- Raleigh Ritchie. Uh, he's like, he's British. Uh, if you guys watched uh, Game of Thrones. He's a uh, he's Grey Worm in Game of Thrones. Oh, he makes music. He makes music. I yeah. know Grey Worm. Yeah, bro. And he's uh, he makes some good music. Like, is that right? Like, That's he's strange. It's like I, I just identify I him as a dude that doesn't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he was a eunuch in that. What's his name? Raleigh. Uh, uh, Raleigh, like the capital of um North Carolina. Oh, okay. oh yeah. And Richie. Yeah, you bought his vinyl, right? Uh, I did actually. I bought his vital like a couple of days ago. But yeah, um, yeah, that album just has has amazing vibe. Like, like he has he deals with a lot of like you know anxiety and um, like depressive stuff. Would you say like similar to some of the stuff you make? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. If I had to put like 
what artist am I most similar to in my opinion is probably Raleigh Richie. Mm, West Hartson. And also um Umi's um Umi's EP. Oh, uh, yeah? it's called Introspection. That I've been, I've been bumping that. I I bought YouTube Music for it because it was a YouTube Music oh, exclusive that's... at one point. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god! But it was it's amazing. I can't hold on. How do you spell Richie? Rich. Uh, R I T C H I E. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't seem to find it. So yeah, I mean, look it up yourself. Mm-hmm. Then, but yeah, sure. sorry, yeah. just to jump off that, yeah. I want to say also uh, Code to the Friends album, everything. Oh that yes, was, that was. Ah, I yes. enjoyed that. That's okay, brilliant. Twenty twenty. He's a Code to the Friend. Yeah, Code to the Friend. He's a cat out from New York, I think. K O T A. And then the, the friend. friend. Yeah, yeah. The album's called Everything. But yeah, check out some of his older stuff too. He's got that very chill vibe I've to been, shit. I've been following him for a while. and He's, he's uh, also completely independent too, man. So yeah, like yeah. He's, fully independent. He's like a super inspiration to people like us. So. Okay. What what name a song? Um, Colorado. Okay, Colorado. That's the first one um, right here. Though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. This is one of my favorite genres off of it. Hey. Yo, Jet, no dropouts, B. I'm happy about this. Yes, sir. It's, it's a, a nice ass. change of pace, right? Okay, so this is um, this would be in that that you know they changed the Grammy uh, the Grammy categories this year. Oh, yeah. They removed the word urban from a lot of the categories, so there's no like urban Latino or Latin music. There's also like no urban contemporary urban rap. Category. I, I thought it was kind of weird that they even had urban to begin Yeah, like urban is you know, euphemisms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, urban is is not the wave. But uh, basically, what happened though is they created like a melodic a melodic rap R and B category, which is kind of where I guess artists like this might fit I in guess, more yeah, closely. It's not, it's not like full yeah. rap. Yeah. The, uh, he's, a, he, he's a big inspiration for me right. too. And like the album was was on was nominated right in that so, category. And, and people, I, I guess, like the weekend would be in that type of category as well as like some of the more sing-songy rapper cats right um i guess i mean i imagine the migos would also be in that category too even with the triplets because it's it's melodic and it's not the other category that they have now it appears to be a rap category with an emphasis on the lyricism aspect of it the the nominees were like jay electronica nas freddie gibbs um fucking um d smoke and somebody else there's like five right who did i say jay electronica nas freddie gibbs d smoke and i forget who else but yeah so i mean that's a far cry from like what the migos are doing but i guess that would be more this would be more in the melodic category right subgenre distinctions are ridiculous i know man and also his um his mv style it's just like like a like a one two take type just like him just sitting there like just like lip syncing i love it uh mike does that too Mike. Mike. Yeah. Just Mike. You guys don't listen to Mike? Mike. It's so fucking difficult no, to find his music, but yeah, Mike. <laughs> How do you spell it? M I C M I K E. M I K E. The most okay. common shit. <laughs> yeah. Mike. It's like we go we got a guy in the UK called Dave who like 
He's doing real well for himself. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, is he doing well for himself? Because people are searching up Dave somewhere else, and they find him. Like, I mean, he's extinction? doing better than Video Dave. Like, he's, he's. I don't know if he's doing as well as Dave Chappelle, but like, <laughs> oh, Dave's yeah. doing his thing. Like, shout out to Dave. Yeah, man, shout out Dave Chappelle too, man. I mean, I'm sure that there's like crossover of the people who are looking at the 1992 movie Dave. Like, yeah, I don't really want to watch that with fucking Kevin Klein or whatever the fuck his name is. Oh, yo, let me uh, let me shout out another one. Uh, you know, um, Spillage. Oh, Spillage Village. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. that album went yeah, yeah, yeah. hard. Those guys are dope. Yeah, I uh, fuck with all of these Spillage cats. J.I.D. Mariba. Mariba's a goddess, bro. It's Jid. Yeah. Is it not Jid? Well, I mean, both. It, I mean, it's both, yeah. People call him Jiddy, Jid, Jid, J.I.D. Sometimes people don't really hear it properly when I say Jid, so I say J.I.D. personally. Yeah. I mean, I say both depending on how I'm feeling on a Wednesday and shit. But Earth Gang, all those cats, they're they're Earth super fire. Yeah. fire. All those cats are fire. I'll, I'll look into this Kota the Friend. Hey, check him out, man. Yeah. yeah, he's fire. You guys fuck with Neo Boom Bap? Speaking of strange and talking about like Jaden? No. Like oh. <laughs> so this is a new genre distinction that really just kind of came into to presence. Uh, I'm intrigued. This like, year, like this kind of thing. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> um, so. Uh, it, it happened a few weeks ago, right? People were like, what the fuck is Neo Boom Bap? I wrote a piece on it, Moto Nice. Go check out the uh, writing website me and Polly got. I wrote a whole piece about what the fuck is Neo Boom Bap. But basically, the distinction that's being made is kind of with Griselda and their Griselda. kind of aff- affiliates, right? And basically, what it, what they're trying to denote is like this... They're, they're saying it's like this street rap, um, sample-based street rap, but it's neo boom bap because there's a emphasis on there's a few tropes, right? There's like a minimalist approach to the drum, sometimes no drum, sometimes very little single, sampling, right? Or like it, or or like a single sample loop that is just off beat, and and it's very strange. But there's like an entire movement of guys who are making this kind of progressive avant-garde, and I, I don't even know if you can call it experimental or progressive because. If, if, if 10,000 people are doing it, how experimental is it, right? But they pinned it down to being these guys who are like Rock Marciano, Griselda, the, the Coke rap guys, right? But I think that the genre distinction, if there is to be one, is a little bit wider than that. And so guys like Mike would be on there. It's just weird hip-hop music, which is sample bass. It, Earl's new shit would be on there. Earl Sweatshirt? Yeah. So... You guys, would you guys like me to play a Neo Boom Bap? Yeah, I can please. do a Neo Boom Bap. For sure, for sure. Let me see. Should I play Mike then? <laughs> yes, yes, a mic. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mike on the mic. Bro. I don't know. I'm going to play one of my favorites from him. It's like being But it's very much the essence of like sample with lyrics. type of song that I could like lay back and like turn my brain off to because I'm just like noticing everything. Oh, this is a... 
This is walking through the station for me. Like, I don't know. I, I, like, if I was walking, yeah. I don't, I don't really lay back and listen to rap music, to be honest with you. Most of the time, like, when I'm listening to, to rap music, it's with an emphasis on, like... Active listening. Yeah, active listening. Like, I, I read to, like, fucking Brian Eno. You know what I mean? Like, and drum and drum. Like, a drone or even... I can go, like, with a drum and bass if I'm reading a comic book. But, yeah, this is... Yeah, it's just a weird approach, right? Is it kind of, like, in the same, like, tonality? Sweet as the line. It's kind of, like, very, um... What's it called, uh, straight like there's no like enunciation on the oh there's no enunciation on the flow and stuff you know for these cats yeah i mean some of them are like like if you listen to earl like i think earl's doing his best rapping that he's that he's ever done i think earl mm -hmm. is like in the pocket right now with 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 his music but it, it can be the the thing about it is like it can be it can be really strange like like this makami would be Right, and he's just rapping, right? Right, but that's still very steady, you know? Right, yeah. Up and down. This is also. I really like it. I don't think it's specifically like my ex. I don't think it's very strange. Like, I, like if you go back and listen to Mob Deep Murder music yeah. in, in, like, in, like, 1999, they're using the same production style choices. If you listen to, like, Stroke of Death from Ghostface from Supreme Clientele 20 years ago, yep. it's an offbeat sample that's choppy and strange. But it's kind of just like how you... Again, it's a useless distinction unless you're trying to put together a playlist or create a fucking record shop or something, you know? I mean, is this... Ooh. Is this Neo Boom Bap? Yeah. Love the samples. Just because you packing out here last fan, you ain't too hot. Granny keep a loaded four five right inside the glove box. Brandon shot his first key stone for he can spell his last name. Junior but this one, like the sample is not off like it was in the other one. It does a distinction of Neil Boomba, right? Well, maybe. The yeah, maybe. This album, this album, I mean like is it it is is it a outfit to put on or is it an entire artist's mystique and approach or, you know because this is well chris quelle chris quelle chris yeah but i mean like listen to other parts of his albums right like um this dude's fucking dope. I, I'm a, I'm a fan. LA is my favorite. This came out last year, right? The memos, bro. But I mean, like, stuff with Lorange as well. It's, it's all over the place. I, I advise you guys to check out his album, Being You Is Great. I Wish I Could Be You More Often. Yeah. He's got a song on there called Buddy. I mean, like, so many of the tracks are dope. Like, Buddies, like, I Fuck With Myself. I fuck with myself. With myself. I fucks with myself. Might bring myself some flowers. I'm in love with myself. I look in the mirror. Like who is that nigga? I'm cool with that nigga. <laughs> I'm through with these niggas. Might go on vacation. Might go on vacation. Just me and my My nigga is me. Guns. Guns. Myself and I. Yeah. The title I mean, track on that, the album, isn't that, it? That, uh, yeah, that piano, I mean, it sounds like some kind of uh, like kefir. It sounds a little bit like right, right, a kefir right. piano run, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, but I mean, I'll read to kefir before I read to this. So. 
But you know, he makes a point like what on one of it on his newest album with um, Chris Keys, who is a pianist, right? It's a collaborative album. He makes a point on one of the songs to say like, now what you call abstract, we call lyrics, and this is something that is not new to hip hop. Like right. abstract hip hop, experimental hip hop is something that has been around forever, and now it's like in the kind of context of 2020, it feels as though like there's this renaissance of styles but yeah. really it's just people finally catching up to tropes that have been happening yeah. in where hip-hop actually grows which is the participatory underground true part of it so you know it's a big difference between a little yachty underground and a denmark vesi underground yeah. like you know one of them blows up off of soundcloud the other one has been fucking chipping away at local hip-hop shows for 15 years you know it's true so but yeah i advise uh Quelle chris is one of my favorite cats check him out Immediately. Yeah, let me play some uh, instrumental shit from him if I could. Oh, here. Let me play one more and then I'm going to play some of y'all's music. So. Uh, no, this is this is Quelle Chris and Chris Keys. Oh, Chris Keys. Uh, piano shit, though. You might like this, bro. But this is my jam. I really I, I, did. You li were you listening to this during your whole situation? Because this yeah, kind of yeah, feels yeah, a little yeah. bit like no there's, visual. There's a rejoiceful element to it, but also it's a kind melancholy. Of, it's yeah, lonely, but, but it's also quite beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah visual. And that definitely describes the last two years of my life. So. Oh. Sudden death. I mean, it's, it's called, called sudden death. You don't need to that many. Nah, yeah, no, no. The, <laughs> the episode will be out next Friday too, dog. I advise you to listen to it again. Local, independent, underground, hip-hop, music. Yes, sir. Chris yeah, Keys, man. bro. We don't really need to pay for the new Nas album. Nas going to get his money. <laughs> Chris Keys is fired, too, with the production, man. He's, he's really a talented pianist. The video for this is dope, too. Oh, yeah, for people real? are just I, like dead. I haven't seen it. I haven't people seen are it. just like dead on the street and like you know doing regular things, but dead. It's kind of it's kind of dope. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a, it's a beautiful. It's like you know Quelle is just there like singing the lyrics, and people are just like they look like they're drunk, pass out around him. But I mean, the song's called Sudden Death, but really simple video concept, but so doubly doubly <laughs> so so well executed. It's it's funny because like you know you said. In the first part that you were thinking of moving down towards Mizunokuchi. And one thing you'll find during the summer is like if you go down to like Futakoshinchi Station, which is like a couple stops over other side of the Tama River from Tokyo, so this is the border of Kawasaki. Uh, that's where like the barbecue kind of area is, you know, where everyone does their little barbecues and stuff during the summer by the river. And like if you walk around the Futakoshinchi area, you know, anywhere from like the river to like any of the major supermarkets to the station, there's just people slumped, like people who just couldn't handle their liquor that day. And it's like literally dozens and dozens of like bodies strewn oh, around like the that. streets in Futakoshinchi. Yeah. Um, I used to, I used to live for three years. Um, I miss that neighborhood. Um, 
there's some there's some dope people from around that area as well. I, 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 like I ran into a uh, Akko Gorilla, who's a Japanese like very feminist rapper. I, I haven't really listened to her newer stuff. She's kind of moved away from that hip hop sound, but like her second EP had like a real like bomb squad type production mm. thing going on, where it's just like 50 samples blasting you at the same time. Um, and I see her like kicking it for Takoshinchi Station all the time. <laughs> Word. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, you know, on that, on those first train ride home, you usually see a, a Japanese man with vomit splash slacks on. You know what I mean? Word. But yeah. also, it's 3 p.m. and that's uh, what really like messed me up about that's the crazy. Takoshinchi barbecue. Like, you know, I was like coming back from or like going to work in mm. some cases. I'd be going to work. It'd be 2 p.m. and like. I just see people slumped like everywhere. Mm. Y'all fuck with this? Kiefer. It's Kiefer right here, huh? Kiefer? Is Kiefer on the keys? Yeah. I know him. I, mean, I don't know him personally, but. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's, a, he's a. This no, this is not. This, uh, the guy from. I think he lives in California. Oh, okay. Yeah, but Kiefer, he's dope. He's been making waves with this album, actually, is the one that kind of propelled him into the spotlight, don't you think? Mm, yeah. yeah. But he's dope, man. All of his music is so dope. This is. Put me on to some good stuff. Yeah, there's some more, more keeper shit. You might like this. Talking about this cat, right? Yep. Yo, man, he's like, he's really, he's really tight. He's really tight with this um, producer from Canada called The Count. Okay. Do you know The Count? No. Uh, maybe. He's really dope. He makes some of the probably the best drum, uh, drum kits mm. around. He's got a shout out by Madlib. You know. What is it? Actually, the most recent Kid Cudi album. He's uh, his drum kits used on one of the songs. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to it today on the way here. Oh yeah, that's right. Kid Cudi just yeah, came out with it. Man on the Moon Three. But yeah, his, his drum kits were featured on it. Like Count is, he's definitely making waves. And Word. Him and Kaylin Ellis. I don't know if you know Kaylin. Kaylin's like another dude. He came up. I saw his come up on Twitter. Like he just posted beat videos on Twitter. Someone tagged Lupe Fiasco. Like yo, you should like Lupe Fiasco should body this. And then Lupe Fiasco fucking bodied it on Twitter. And then they made a whole EP together. The house EP was him and Kaylin okay. Ellis. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, that's what's up. I actually yeah, yeah. didn't know that. No, I follow him. I, li- nah, I look at all of his Kaylin's posts. the man. Counts the man. They're, they're going to come up pretty soon. I'm some dope-ass producers, for real. They always collab on their on their book. They always take videos of themselves doing, yeah. the, doing the beat. But that's why I've seen Kiefer. I've seen Kiefer on, his, um, on the Count's page. They like collab on beats on Twitter as well. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm tossing you the phone so you can put get your oh, music ready. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess I'll play the, the EP then, you know? Yeah, yeah, bust it. The pick? Pick EP? Yeah, I pick. can bring it up for oh, you. Yeah, 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 I know exactly where it is at. What song do you want to play? play? Insomnia. Yeah, Insomnia. I think Jet's favorite, you said your favorite is... I like the title track on I pick, like yeah. Pick as well. Mm, pick good. and then Insomnia are my favorites. All right, let's play Pick instead then, yeah. Nah. No, I'm just no, 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 we're, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, we're not committing, all right. Yeah, we could do whatever. I mean, it's a mega late show. I feel like this second part is going to be pretty long, so it's all good. Mm. I might cut out that Cannibal Ox part. <laughs> yeah, so the, conceptually, the whole EP was based around pick, you know? The idea was, um, especially with what was happening in um, the, the, with the George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, mm. we just we were kind of just after a session, we were just kind of talking and stuff. And we like, and it, the fact that we're, you know, 
black males. We have to constantly conform to, you know, what's considered the norm, you know? I was, like, talking to him about his hair and stuff. I'm like, yo, that's why I cut my hair short, because I couldn't get a job if I had my hair long, you know? Mm. And then we just kind of built around being black and male. You know? And on the flip side, like, I refuse to cut my hair short. So it's like, like, I, like, I keep my pick on me at all times. Like, that was just, like, so like, like, that's, like, a symbol of my blackness, right? I found that in Japan, like, my, I've had multiple employers take issue with my hair um, and be like, oh, I've got a big afro. And like, people are like, yo, like, oh, Jay, oh your hair is sugoi, sugoi. This is really cool. It's really cool. But like, um, you know, can you like tie it back or trim it or something? And I'm just, I'm always, I, I just play the Japanese way. I'm like, okay. And then I just don't do it. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, how do you can just kind of like press it down a little bit, throw a beanie on, so it looks <laughs> no, so actually shorter here. This dude, this dude posted a fucking like do rag, man. <laughs> I'm like, where'd it go? You bro? just, I, I, you just put I a posted a selfie on Instagram, uh, privately, privately. It was, it was a close friend's post, um, Didn't want the wherein in which that. I'm wearing like a tank top and a do rag. And I Dragon like, Ball I'm playing Dragon Ball Do Rag by Thundercat, which is probably my favorite track of the year. Um, that came 2020. It's up there with for me too. I love that. Track. I, uh, that joint is it's, fucking it's really insane. Good. Definitely, the remix is great too. It's Mino and Guap uh, Dad. I actually oh, don't care much I, for the I'm remix. Also I like not the, a original. Yeah. I, the original. The yes. original is perfect yeah. as it is. Um, Short, and I was, concise. I was shocked because when I I went back to the UK in March, just as everything was kind of kicking off in terms of Corona, um, and you know, I, I I surprised my parents. I didn't tell them I was coming. Mm -hmm. Like I just showed up at my parents' house, and they hadn't seen me in three years at this point. Um, and you know, I'm just catching up with my parents and stuff. And my dad's like, "Oh, yo, yo, I heard this track that like just came out. I heard it on the radio. It's amazing. Like, oh, it's just fire. Like, oh, you need to check this out. You need to check this out." I'm like, "All right, yeah, yeah, hit me up. Surprise me." And he starts playing Dragon Ball Do Rag, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, wow." You know, I'm glad that you know. Even, I mean, my parents are very cool people, but like, you know, this 60 year old man is just like, yo, this Thundercat shit right here. Like, he's my, mad talented. My dad, my dad also fucks with uh, Thundercat, Kamasi Washington, and that kind of ilk. Yeah, but yeah, it's a fire album. But Thundercat's been around for a while, man, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been around. I mean, even before he made his name um, with his own music, he was, you know. He was um, in Suicidal yeah. Tendencies. Like, he, he was in like a boy band when he was like a teenager. Yeah. But like him and his brother played on all kinds yeah. of stuff. You know, I remember like, I mean, I, my exposure to Thundercat was uh, the track Mm-hmm off of uh, Thunder, uh, Flying Lotus, Cosmogramma. Right. Which was for a long time like my favorite album ever. Um, you know, that was kind of choice. the album that, you know, I guess if I had to pick like an album that made me me, uh, it, I, I would definitely be inclined to pick Cosmogramma as, as that record. So like, as soon as that, question. as soon as that came out, it was just kind of like, all right, no, this Thundercat dude, like, you know, and that was when I got into like Gonja Sufi and like a whole load of that kind of brain. My cousin's stuff married to Gonja Sufi. Oh, word. Oh, what the heck? Shouts oh. out to Gonja Sufi. Shouts I've, out to your cousin. I've, I've uh, <laughs> I, I met him once a long time ago before I knew he was a super talented cat. What? Yeah, but yeah, it's a Filipino thing. It's not like an actual blood cousin thing, but yeah. Nah, yeah. Uh, but my our moms yeah, yeah, are we, homies. We, we, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, our moms are homies. Somalis, you know, like, yeah. 
you hang out with some like, kids, you know, the moms are friends, but you guys like, basically grew up together, right. you know, mm-hmm. like brother and sister almost. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got mad cousins, but but yeah, this this person like uh, the mom is actually pretty close with with my mom. So. That's what's up? I hope he uh, hope he puts another album out soon. It's, it's been a while. Tell me about this song that we're playing right now. Insomnia. How's your sleep? How's your sleep now? Though? Uh, right? Okay, so wait. So this is actually the first song I made. Like it was it was originally gonna be a solo before we were like. Oh. Yeah, this is the start of the EP. Yeah, and then we were like, oh wait, you could you could get on this because like the beat spoke to him. Um, but then like yeah, I, I was actually having really bad insomnia after. Um, your girl broke up with you, bro. <laughs> I'm so my bad, dog. Like I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I'm just on that wave. As soon as he came out hey, with the guns, I was like, the right. roast stands for roast, bro. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, okay. Roasting Morikawa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but yeah. So like, um, there was a guy. I, I talk about him in the spoken word at the end. His uh, his name is uh, Robert Fuller, and he's he was hung in front of like City Hall or something. Uh, in Palmdale, California, which is where I used to live there. I lived there in like elementary school, and I was like, "Wow, that could have been me. Like, dead ass could have been me." And it, it it really shook me, and I like and I made like this this dark piano beat. Another black kid murdered by the cops. These motherfuckers out of uniform pulling stops. They killed him in cold blood. With the nerve to call it suicide, there ain't a black man alive that would turn the fruits of their lives strange of their own accord. They killed him in cold blood, seven shots in total, and threatened him some more when he got vocal. He only said, please, don't let me die, is what he probably would have said when they wrapped the noose around his head. Emmett Till told God, don't ask him why he's dead. He knows why he's at heaven's door. And you know what shook me to my core? Made me uneasy? Was the, the fact, fact that the poor, poor kid, kid was born the same day as me, from the same city as me, could have been me. He could have been, been okay. okay. I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart, Kimani Gray, Robert Fuller. I hope you're flying free. Insomnia ain't the half of it. I'm still running in my dreams. Yeah, I'm still running in my dreams. That was the last one that we finished. Both of y'all wrote that together? Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. the idea was like, the beat was pretty much done. Like, at that point, like, we had laid down everything, and I kind of had like the idea. I was like, yo, I kind of, while I was working, I was like, yo, I, I was like going through like old pictures and stuff, and I remember seeing a screenshot of the tweet and stuff. Because like, I remember, like I talked about it on the song, but I was just scrolling on Twitter in high school or some shit, and then I just saw like tweet of the kid kimani it was like whoa and i looked at the birthday it was like october 19th 1996 i'm like oh shit you know like i'm i'm a day off pretty much but it's pretty much the same day and mm-hmm. it just like i was like whoa like if i was in that situation it could have been me you know it just it wow. fucked with my whole core so i was like yo bro i'm, I'm thinking like maybe if i had like a spoken word portion and then he's like yo that's dope actually i have a similar experience i want to talk about and that's just it kind of came along like and that. also i like it was inspired by um like button poetry. I don't know. Oh yeah, know. we were watching yeah. the button poetry videos as well. I like that's button poetry is like, a dope channel. Yeah, right. Yeah. And like there was those duet poems that like that they sometimes post. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I showed him that. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I didn't know about that before. I was thinking maybe just putting my part. And then he's like, Yo, let's just do a like a button poetry like, duet thing. I was like, Yo, that's amazing. Let's yeah, do it. You know. So. No, and, um, that's one of the first things that stuck out to me. I want to talk to you guys about. Yeah. 
you know, that kind of strange metaphysical connection that uh, is so common um, in the black experience when we see people who are clearly victims of racially motivated violence. Uh, it, it, it's, it's so strange how there's these weird connections. If you look at like the Dave Chappelle, um, was it, what is it, 823, the the uh, special that Especially he did, he did immediately right after, and he's yeah, talking yeah. about like his dad or his great grandfather was like going to the white house and these connections like this is the hour well, you know what i mean there was this weird connection i was just reading the other day um about you know rest in peace to uh, fred hampton That's who sweet. was who was you know assassinated by um you know, um, state violence mm-hmm. from from the fucking FBI, uh, FBI, CIA, and, and into and, his house and, and, and uh, killed him. Chicago yeah. Bastard, yeah. PD, right? But yo, his mother used to um, babysit Emmett Till when he was when he was a kid, which is <sighs> fucking nuts. That's wild. I had no idea. You know what I mean? The world. Yeah, his, like legitimately, his mom was one of the people who would often babysit Emmett Till, who was also killed by racially motivated violence, and mm-hmm. just that strange connection. Is it, it really? I think it's one of the things that really um, speaks to the black experience and why we have these kind of metaphysical breakthroughs when yeah. we see these type of things happening. And it's uh, it's not something that's simple to to explain to people who don't share that that metaphysical connection. Hundred percent, you know. And and I think we saw a lot of people kind of. It, it was so strange to me with the George uh, George Floyd shit because I've had never seen that kind of mass uni, uni, unity. Um, from seeing that video. That's not the first time we've I, seen something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? We saw a smaller scale of that yeah. when uh, Trayvon Martin right. was killed by George Zimmerman. Uh, but, I mean... I mean, yo, I was alive during the Rodney King riots. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, was I was in '91, right? Yeah, I was alive. I remember going to Los Angeles that very that the right after it happened and seeing the entire community just completely destroyed. Because my aunt and uncle lived in Inglewood on the main strip, right? Like mm. one street in from the main strip, and it was just decimated. So, like, we saw Rodney King, you know, being murdered by the police. They weren't successful, mm. but you know, like. The intention wasn't to like hurt him. Yeah, you know no, what they I were mean? trying to kill him. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's just like yeah, it, it, it's the, these are just repeat patterns. So mm. not to get too politically motivated, but I think that that the portion that you guys put on that song was really powerful, mm. and, and to me it was is one of my favorite uh, parts of the uh, of the uh, EP. So oh, appreciate shout it. out to you guys, man. I, everybody, go listen to that. Um, it's on Spotify, and where else can people find it? Desert Bandcamp and Romo Ricola. Yeah, pick you find SoundCloud, mm. YouTube, yeah. all that. Tight, all man. It. Shoot, uh, I, we, we have been rocking for almost an hour now, um, and we haven't got into our topic. Can I ask you guys some questions before we get, get into our topic that we're going to discuss, which is us getting superpowers yeah. um, <laughs> soon? Um, all right, so uh, let's see. So who are your top five? Maybe I asked this in, in part a little earlier. Top five favorite MCs all time. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to go off the top right now. I'm going to say Nas. Oh, wait a second. I want to remind you guys that the musical bed is provided to you by our guy, Soul Dope 95. Shout out Soul Dope 95, man. This is one of my favorite joints by him, fellas. Windows. Smooth. He's fucking incredible. But uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Let's get that top five. All right, the top five MCs, man, like... I'm just gonna go off the top of my head. I bet I could get it more accurate if I went off Spotify. 
I've never been a big fan of like top one or whatever. Well, I'm, I mean, I mean, in the sense like your personal favorites, not oh. like some objective. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I get Nas what you mean. is one. You know it's, what I mean? It's hard for me to place it, but I think yeah. I would have to be like you know Kanye, Nas, you know, Joey Badass, uh, Joey Badass, and by extension Capital Steez as well. Rest in peace. Uh, rest in peace. Oh uh, uh, shit! I'm definitely missing people. I really, I really like Saba. Saba, man, Saba's so fucking dope. When he need to release something new. He had that he, pivot game. Yeah, no, he's that's right? He released two songs like last, uh, last month. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, an album. Oh yeah, Not no, I agree, man. The, that uh, bucket I, list. I think is he's in the mode. Man. I think yeah. he's in the mode. I've been watching him on uh, Instagram live, and he's going hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Super talented, man. Super mm-hmm. talented. I was, surpri- I was surprised how much I actually liked. Uh, what was the name of his first album? Care for me. Wasn't it the Bucket List Project? The the, the, the joint with like form. Prom King on it uh, and um, oh oh that was Care for Me yeah Care yeah, for yeah, Me yeah. Uh, uh, that was my first introduction to him and I was just like who who maybe I heard him he was on a Chance album or something right uh, yeah yeah but, he was on that um that Donnie Trumpet one okay but but when I heard Care for Me I didn't expect myself to like it as much because I didn't think that I was really rocking with that lane but yo he's a he has approaches he's fire yeah. So Saba, all right. That's yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a pretty cool little top five. Yeah, yeah. Well, favorite Nas album. No matter. Favorite Kanye album. Ooh, that's tough. I'm gonna say, uh, um, College Dropout. <sighs> so hard, man. I can't. I, okay. I give you the top three Kanyes. College Dropout, Late Registration, and Jesus. No, not Jesus. Honestly, Jesus is probably it's like second. Yeah. His favorite. Um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted. Yeah, it's between that and graduation. I'm like having trouble still, uh, right. but I, I love I love all the albums. Honestly. You would have been cool with my uh, former podcast co-host because the the show is called Mega Late Show because it would be me, Mega, and my partner Late. But he recently moved back to Atlanta, so it's just oh, man. shout out Late. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout, shout out, out Late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Miss I never that got guy, a man. To meet you, you know. Nah, he, I'm a he just come back, but <laughs> he yeah he'll, 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 he'll yeah, be yeah. back. Yeah, word. Kanye Bro, right what you got? Top um, five favorites. I want right, to get so. Jed on this too. Might as well. I didn't ask him last time. Yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> you good? Uh, there's a guy. <laughs> named I'm not cutting that. We're leaving that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a There's a guy named Toby Lou. I really love that man. You would rock with late too. Late loves Bro, Toby, Toby. Toby Lou as well. Is, um, there's a guy named Kamau. K A M A U U. The homie from fucking Harry's? No. Oh, no, I not Kamau. Like, uh, what? <laughs> what? Yo, you still gotta take two years though. Yeah, the, <laughs> with, the, with the sandwich. Nah, bro. He's 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 really dope. He has a very unique style, like very like themed albums. Okay. Um, That's J- two. JID. I really love JID. Uh, he need to put out something new too. Mm, I think Code of the Friend is probably one of them. See, I put Code of the Two. Okay. And maybe J Cool. Honestly, uh, I I want to put J Cole in there. I think I, I think J Cole is gonna be in there. Like okay. his his like what 2014 that project and like the project right after that one those were just no skips for me word so how do you feel about j cole i like him yeah um i I respect him i I, (laughs) I don't know if i'd say i like him i I don't i yeah i mean i like yeah i respect him as a as an artist and i appreciate his music i don't really uh, it doesn't hit me the same way like mm. I, I feel like for your generation there was a lack of an artist like j cole to mm. really kind of gravitate to mm. i guess you could say somebody like lupe was there but lupe is a little oh, bit yeah. more oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but but lupe is a little bit more 
deliberately obscuring some of his mm. themes and doing things where J. Cole is very eloquent. J. Cole is basically like the Nas of your generation almost, like young, fully realized MC, you know, content that you guys kind of identify with. Like, oh, I listened to this in college, you know, it put me through a hard time. But but for me, it's like, uh, he, he doesn't really scratch any particular itch. Mm. Uh, it's understandable. Approach, so yeah. like, I, 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 whereas I think that like Kendrick could have had success in the 90s like with everybody else there i don't think j cole would really make a blip on the radar i don't think he does production particularly well oh, i don't think oh, he raps particularly nah. well i don't think his content is particularly like over like thoughtful uh, i think i think that kendrick would survive in the 90s but mm. probably not jay but yeah that doesn't matter you know what You're i mean right, like because it it's like if 90s. you like the fucking music you like it yeah, double right. platinum no features exactly <laughs> you, did, or, yeah. you know what i mean i mean that's a crazy accomplishment <laughs> people that shit. people yeah people love j cole mm. wes atlas was in here wes atlas loves j cole and i and i and and i'm not such an asshole to try to shit on an artist just because i don't think that there's anything special yeah. not anymore yeah. Uh, I used to do that like last week, but I'm good now. Yeah. What you got, Jet? She. All right, safe picks first. Uh, I'm gonna I'm put Black Thought on there. Oh shit. Mm. Uh, yeah. that, that's safe, safe, yeah, that's easy, a, easy pick. You know that like, uh, ten years ago when I was telling people that, people were like, ah, okay. But now people are like, word, word, word. <laughs> it wasn't like that ten years ago. That's, no, nobody uh, cared about Black Thought like uh, that. He was an afterthought. Really? You think about that era of MCs, it's like Talib comes up before him. Fucking Most Def comes up before him. Pharaoh Monch comes up before him. All those cats adjacent were before him. But now people don't question it. I was, I was maybe Pharaoh Monch, maybe Most Def. They're up there. Uh, Raekwon. Oh, I put, I put Raekwon up there. Uh, oh, some UK shit. Uh, Roots Maneuver from London, um, from Stockwell, South London. Represent. Um. I'm trying to think like uh i've got i got four right now right um i mean i think in terms of like sheer influence and like presence in my musical diet like it's probably gotta be mf doom even though mm. i feel like i don't actually listen to that much mf doom anymore um like i'll still go back and bump like you know operation doomsday or mad villainy or whatever but like I wouldn't really say those are like records that like you know i'm like desperate to like shove into people's yeah. hands even though i think madlib is probably my favorite producer of all time um yeah i don't know maybe I think doom. I think like M mf doom for you is j cole for me like mm. like like i i listen to them a lot but it like also I'm not giving it could just be the case that there is like a giant print of MF Doom right. behind you, Ro, yeah. and like that's just like <laughs> there's woo all over the place. <laughs> woo all over yeah. the place. Um, but I, like Raekwon is is I would say my favorite member of the Woo. Um, Yo, wait, can I can I give like an uh, when you said London, I I, I thought of a an honorable mention. Are you gonna say Theophilus London? Nah, bro. He's <laughs> a skeptic. There's a there's a there's a female MC called Lil Sims. Oh, shouts out to Lil Sims. Lil Sims is dope. Lil Sims. Okay. I love her. Yeah, no, she's dope. She's dope. Mm. My, my list is like, I, I guess if I had to give a top five, my list would be the consistent, the, the cats are consistently on my top five list since I've been listening to hip hop. And they're not actually MCs that I would 
be like yo i'm listening to this check this out because mm-hmm. i don't listen to them to like, i don't think other people would be interested in them like that like i'm a i've been an aesop rock fan since i f- first heard him in like 99 he's been on my top five since then a uh, black thought has been on my top five since probably the mid 2000s bus driver has been on my top five since then and it's such eclectic music that if you ask me like what should i listen to from bus driver i'm like Yes. don't <laughs> like i don't know like hang out with me and maybe a song will come on and i'll get if you you know what i mean like what? yeah but driver would be on mine doom might be on mine although i really started disliking doom quite a bit the no the shows. Last, yeah the last decade has kind of been rough on my kind of adoration for doom lp has been on my list for a long time red man my favorite member of the wu-tang clan was rizza for a lot mm. but the respectability politics and just real trash output kind of soured that also ghost like ghost and rizzo are probably my favorites in the woo for the most amount of time dark horse pick capadonna capadonna oh okay i like the weird shit you guys i like i like like his i like his leg on iron flags cover that's just tight it's a good leg it's a good leg (laughs) good leg yeah you guys listen to any uh bus driver no ace rock that Aesop Rock album A$AP really Rock. grew on me, actually. The the, the concept one? Fuck, it's I great. still haven't listened to it yet. I still, it, it's it's the, on my list. I but. feel like they changed the sound mix or something to it because it sounds better to me, but it's fucking great. I think it made it into my top five. Okay. It okay. might be a new album glow type of thing, but it made it into my top I, five. I, I, I did not. I mean, you, uh, I, I didn't talk about my favorites of the year, but like. Oh, that, yeah, please. Fuck. My bad. I mean, do I have to talk about hip hop? That's the question. No, nah, like, tell me. I feel like. Or some shit. I, I mean. Like, I loved, like, that Aaron Cholai joint you put me on to uh, last good, episode. Right? Like, that shit fucking, that shit was incredible. That might be my favorite um, It's if, In terms of hip-hop, yeah, that might might be my favorite release of the Have year. Y'all heard that? He's an artist out here. Aaron Cholai, this is his oh, label. Um, oh, word? Namboku Records. Namboku Records, yeah, yeah. The album is crazy. He's a fucking piano prodigy. He's oh, a word. fucking genius. Like, yeah. not even like, whoa, Kanye's a genius. No, like, literally, he's a savant. Like, he yeah, touched yeah. the piano. And two months later, he was like in the number one fucking music school. Fuck? That's like crazy. really a fucking genius. genius, like a um, genius, genius. And then like uh, Daichi Yamamoto, who features on that record, he put an EP "Elephant in My Room." Did you, yo that joint by Flat Stanley uh, Ajisai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. she was fire. Y'all fuck with Daichi? Oh, man. Daichi, he's, he's, he's an MC too. from Kyoto. He's affiliated with Jazzy Sport. I met him out in London maybe like six or seven years ago, and we we didn't really talk, but like. When I started doing the Japanese music thing, like he, you know, he was bubbling up and like he came up on my radar a few times. My friend Shakina knew him and like his family. So I was like, yo, can you hook me up? Like, uh, uh, you know, I want to talk to him real quick. I occasionally hit him up and just, you know, show my appreciation for him. He's really blowing up right now. This is him, right? Yeah, Daichi. Let, me let, let it drop, let it drop. Daichi Yamamoto. Daichi's raw, man. I think he stays in Kyoto, though, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's out in Kyoto. But he does work. He has a full album with Aaron. Um, their music is crazy. That first lyric. Yeah. This uh this this joint right here is produced by Flat Stanley, another one of my favorite producers. Check out his episode. He's been on a podcast. I'm trying to get. I'm hoping that he moves out here soon. He's in. He's in California. But, yeah, fire. But um, th- those those two albums are the the Raw Denshi is probably my favorite album. The Glow might be a little. I, I try not to say it's my number one because I like to fuck with Aaron. But also, uh, he's my friend, so it kind of colors it in a different way. What? What? But yeah, definitely one of my favorites of the year. Uh, you both of you should listen to that. It's a journey. 
in terms of more like yeah, sure. hip hop adjacent music, uh, I was really into that. that uh, the there was a band Crack Cloud from from Canada. Um, I think they're from. I want to say they're from Montreal, but I'm not sure. Probably. Uh, they have like a bit of a. Some of their stuff is more hip hop oriented. There's rapping, but then like some of it is more like a new wave ish kind of punk ish. Mm. Uh, this track, Tunnel Vision, from their album Pain Olympics, which if you know what that's a reference to, like you're as online as me, and I feel really sorry for you. Uh, <laughs> but this shit was this shit was dope. Uh, Crack Cloud were like. This right. Yeah, they're, they're rapping in French, so, or singing in French, so. No, this is in English. What, really? Don't trip it out. What? This is very new, new age. New very age. new wave, yeah, yeah. French as hell. It does get They probably have Montreal, man. You guys fuck with like Devo or Talking Heads? I'm a massive Talking Heads fan. Yeah, I, I like Devo as well, but I mean, I just kind of you know. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, I mean, there's that new wave. Yeah, whip it, yeah. whip it, real good. Like kind of the choice of drums yeah, on I'm, here as well. I'm a huge Brian Eno fan, so I feel that. Brian Eno's been putting out fucking joints too, man. Like consistently. Um. I've got to show some love to Australia's King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Okay. Uh, Super prolific. Uh, They put out their 16th album this year, KG. Um, And I didn't listen to the show. They just teased uh, a single, uh, which was not on KG, uh, and it immediately leads on from the end of KG. Okay. So, like, the fans have pretty much figured out, like, they've already said in interviews and implied that they're going to release an album called LW at some point Mm. soon, and KG, LW, King Can I play Ontology since uh, I talk about that a lot? All right, yeah, let's play Ontology. All right, Ontology works. So this is all, like, they, uh, this is, like, the second volume of their experiments into microtonal tuning series. They use quarter notes you okay. know, it sounds very middle eastern like their choices of uh, notes and stuff like that um, it's got that kind of turkish psych rock so thing going on yeah this is called the mega late show tokyo hip-hop art and culture so we have all types of people on here we've had professional wrestlers yeah it's a vibe it's a variety professional wrestler yeah we had rocky romero on from new japan world uh new japan pro wrestling yeah him charles now go ahead i I don't need to big up all past guests i do one one more shout out uh i was really into um this outfit zealand order um which was uh uh swiss american dude uh, who basically, like, multi-instrumentalist, very talented guy, went on 4chan um, and uh, basically asked, like, oh, give me two genres to combine. Oh. Uh, and one person said black metal and the other person Ambient. said... Ambient. Nigger music. Oh. 
because wow. it's 4chan. Of course. And he he really, I don't know, he kind of took it to, to heart and he recorded this album, Devil Is Fine, in his bedroom, uh, which combines black metal and Negro spirituals mm-hmm. and kind of runs uh... off the concept of like, what if slaves had embraced Satanism as like a, a resistance oh, against like colonial Christianity. Interesting. Um, oh, that's they actually put, uh, a really dope concept. That would be interesting. Did you, do you know Niall Kenza? Yes. I don't know I, him personally, but I... I think uh, yeah. he'd appreciate that. Actually, quite a bit. So they put out a record this year called Wake of a Nation, um, which is very much oriented around the, uh, you know, the ongoings of this year. Uh, the cover is fantastic. I love the cover. It's two police batons oh, in the form of an, an inverted, inverted cross. Inverted crucifix. Right. Um, that's actually that's, brilliant. That's hard, wow. bro. Uh, and play one uh, of these joints. Uh, uh, let's let's go with. Can we, see, uh, can we do the first joint? I feel like I, I need to I listen like, to this. Um, Tuskegee is okay. probably Good. like. Oh, I mean, this one's very straightforward, based like on the black metal, but it's of right. course about the Tuskegee uh, syphilis experiments. Um, this one leans. This album leans a bit less hard into the Negro spiritual element. It's more of a black metal album, but uh, subject-wise, like it's you know, it's something we haven't really seen in metal before. So I'm really into it. Black Lives Metal. <laughs> Yo, you fuck with like um, old Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum? Uh, I, no, I only know the name. Real hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let, let's transition from this. Um, we'll kind of let this play out a little bit and transition from this into our, our topical segment of the podcast here if you could if you could kind of explain this a little bit more to yeah, us yeah. Deza, about exactly what's going on uh with the uh black twitter yeah so um there's like some thread on black twitter and there's some girl getting an argument with people and then she basically said it doesn't matter because on december 21st um black people will have our dna unlocked and we will reach our true potential and everyone's like what the fuck are you talking mm. about so now, and people are all clowning on it now, and like, yo, on December twenty first, like black people are gonna get powers. We're gonna right. fucking get revenge on like the white people, or like, right. we know, what are you gonna do with your new powers and stuff? So it's kind of interesting. It's kind of deeper than that. But before we like keep going, I kind of wanna get everyone's superpowers. You know, what do you want on December twenty first? Oh, okay, bust so, it. Yeah. Well, I mean, my mother's white, so I kind of assumed that I was just gonna like we turn can. into like Tetsuo from Akira. Oh, you know okay. where like his like he, just half of his body just like turns into like a mush of like yeah. incredibly powerful flesh. Um, I figured that was probably gonna happen to what, me. That like, like half, half of my DNA was gonna like trigger. I mean, I assume there'd be some kind of like psychic ability, and then the rest of me and slowly I just oh, balloon God. out of control until I like ascend to a higher plane hopefully on some like Lacanian fucking subconscious explosion <laughs> right yeah, here, I, here yeah. I was thinking man you just get like half the powers or something well so, you know when I was thinking about it, I was like how does this work out if you if you're mixed or you're mm. half or whatever like is the whiteness like make you a Morlock you know what I mean like <laughs> I mean, in half X-Men elf, terms right? in, something like that I don't know yeah, well like in X-Men terms you know like there's a, there's like the Omega level mutants who are like the most powerful there's a reg- the other mutants who have powers and then there's mm. like the morlocks who are kind of like the weaker or just like the transformation's not right. a power it's a disfigurement or or something like that so i was like how does this work out like uh, but i guess you know i guess for the sake of the for discussion. the conversation everybody just gets the powers yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. right yeah yeah Let's just say okay that. what do you say? any drip of black yeah 
I mean, so, I mean, all right. Tetsuo also had like a, a telekinesis as well. The ability to move things with his mind, right? And uh, explosion. He was basically like the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, the Akira power was like the Phoenix Force exploding in him. But there's a, a bunch of like Lacanian symbolism there. But For sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. No, I'm kind of wishing I'd come up with something funnier. Like I want to, you know, you know that X Men, uh, X Woman, maybe we should say, uh, Marrow, yeah, uh, who can just like control her bone, bones, bone protrusions. She as can weapons. just, she just make bones stick out in yeah. fun and creative she ways. She was a Morlock too. She, she was like was queen Morlock, of the right? Morlocks. Yeah, yeah. After after uh, Storm was uh, the queen of the Morlocks for a while, and then she became it. You guys read comic books? A bit. Okay. Yeah. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. Anyway. I mean, come on, dog. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah like, I actually lifelong. didn't notice that. That's Historically, uh, going going from health conditions I've had, like my bones have betrayed me quite severely. So, mm. um, you know, if I could like be at peace with my bones mm. uh, and also have cool elbow blades, then I uh, can use it to cut fruit or something. You could do all types of weird stuff with that, right? Mm. You could like expand like the pelvic bone to like go into the penis. <laughs> make a real hard dick, you know what I mean? Like, oh, but don't they make a point of the fact that like Marrow's bone protrusions are like extremely painful for her? Uh, I think it was like, oh, part of it. It's I, like, you know, she like is cool. actually like making her bones like stick through her flesh. Yeah. And like, I guess she had like some degree of healing factor right. or something. It's like Wolverine. Every like time Wolverine. he pops his claws, it fucking hurts. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, maybe, you know, that would just be a power that ultimately, you know, required a lot of responsibility for myself. Uh, mm. Like, okay, cool. I can do this like neat thing where I can make like a bone shield out of my own femur. But at the same time, like... Better really need it because that's gonna hurt. Mm. That's a disgusting power, though. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's that's like you don't get like as a party trick. That's the one where like you don't get women at the end of yeah. the night. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Get the cops Depends on if there's like really suicide right. girls there or something. <laughs> you know? But like the black chicks are probably gonna be like, Ugh. yeah. I mean, what you got like? extra long tailbone like was so, sorry guys my mom's white like uh, <laughs> hey i mean it could be worse yeah what about you ro yeah uh, i always wanted to fly so like if i could if i could get the power to fly but now that i think about it if i could get telekinesis with the option to control myself as well and that's the way you want to go right? that would that would be the way because because otherwise it's like how does the how does the flight ability function you know exactly. what I mean? Like, like when you walk, you get tired. So, like, is flying yeah, yeah. a, a process, like a mental process that would also make you tired? You know, you're flying up in the air, you get too tired, you start falling. You know and what then, I mean? And then there's like the physics about it. Like, how are you? How are you doing this? First of all, right. mm. with that power too, this, I also no, I'm no also concerned about these powers because like the government is going to come for you with these powers. That's well, a high yeah. flight yeah. is a highly visible power. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, I there was like a question on OK Cupid where it was like, would you rather have flight or invisibility and everyone picks flight because that would be way more fun than being invisible mm. but being invisible is a hard to detect power one yeah. of the harder yeah. to detect powers every time i've seen invisibility used it's always for like some pervert usages and shit no, you know? i'm so a pervert like, so that's I perfect mean, let's, let's but keep it real people would use it for perverted reasons absolutely but, but does your invisibility like affect your clothes and stuff like because well, they be able to just sense naked the heat everywhere, though like, well, like, your right? heat body heat still give off oh yeah i mean absolutely. i just use it to like sneak onto planes and then i travel for free like, but you gotta you sneak know? onto the plane naked with nothing i mean that's that's doper i mean you're more comfortable but also you're cold as fuck 
you know, the planes right? get cold, you, you get shrinkage. You on yourself. You know so, I mean? so then you turn off a little bit and be like, yo, you, you need that's kind of a sucky ability if you got to be naked, yeah. though. You you got to have the unstable molecules from Dr. Right, right, right. You know, Reed Richards to, so your clothes be kind right. of that's around. Better, right. Right. Yeah. That would be better. Yeah. What about you, Deza? Uh, for me, it's time manipulation. It's always been time manipulation. Don't fuck with the timeline. No, time, I'm not, not time travel. It's the ability to freeze time, slow down time, and speed uh, up Another time. pervert power. Is that no, what? man. I would totally... <laughs> I mean, I would use that to pass all my exams and shit. I'd use that to freeze time, sleep in, like, speed speed up shit when I'm bored. You sleep. come in the next day and it's just like, yo, Ahmed, why... Sorry, my bad. You come in the next day and you're like, yo, Deza, why are you 40? No, you see, the thing is, I thought about <laughs> right? that too. I thought about that too, as long as it doesn't actually age me. But if I can slow down time, yo, I'd be like the best athlete in the world. I'd be like, mm, that's true. Super fast reactions. You yeah, know? no, but then, but then they'd all like, they'd all call cap instantly. What? Right? How they call cap? Because they, they'd see you like teleport. They'd be like, okay, they, they so all, see me teleport. all black people suddenly gain superpowers, and now suddenly this one dude can do the 100 meters in 0.3 seconds. I mean, <laughs> worst case <laughs> scenario, they think my my superpower is teleportation, which is not bad. Like, oh, that's like a low level, you know. But I can really freeze time. They won't know, mm. you know. Uh, you know, I thought I, I th I've thought about this like almost my entire fucking life. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I've been a comic book head since I was very young. Mm -hmm. Like the first nightmare that I remember is about the Green Goblin. You know what I mean? I read a Spider-Man comic book and I had a nightmare about the Green Goblin. Mm. So, like, really, I would just love to be Spider-Man. Like, all See, aspects was, of it. My second but aspect. with, like, the symbiote suit so I can change my clothes. and mm. You know what I mean? That sounds really dope. Um, but as I was thinking about this, like, you know, I'm thinking about, like, some of these powers are like pervert powers. I think that anybody that wants to be able to read minds, you're a fucking cop. Like that's a <laughs> real disgusting power to have. You know what I mean? I think in terms of usefulness, like with aging, I kind of would want to have the uh, like, um, what is a taskmaster's power? It's basically like, like rapid learning, like well, it's instant. Like, yeah, it's like a, a photographic muscle memory, right. right? And so, like anything he sees, he can do. So if I see you play the piano, I can just fucking yeah, play the piano, yeah, right? That's good ability to that's like crazy. a holographic, uh, uh, a photographic muscle memory, right? Yeah, but well, like, if like you if you want to break. If you want to break, then it's like you get old. It's like you can't just hit flares because you're fucking, you know, your backs, your, your back muscles are fucked up or something. It's like, right. so Teen I think, Titans. Yeah, I, I know think, Starfire, she kisses right. any person, oh, yeah. and she and gets the language gets, ability. She gets ah, yeah. fluency yeah. from kissing. Yeah, you. that would be kind of dope too. Language, language, like that's a simple power that's like really dope mm. and useful. You could turn that into like a career. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah, you just know every language. It's like that's a pretty easy career. But You connect with everybody yeah. now. I think teleportation is dope. You can get away from anything. You can travel. Like, mm. not like Nightcrawler line of sight teleportation, but like... You think of like, something? Like that movie uh, Jumper. Right, right, uh, yeah. Jumper, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's ill. You could you could do it for... You could use it for mm. crime, perversion. Mm. You know what I mean? Like anything. <laughs> Why do you keep bringing that up? Well, because <laughs> I, I think that there's inherent... I've seen enough of this dystopian usage of powers to know that, like, these things have side effects. True. Right? Yeah, and true. and like, I think, you know perversion like a lot if not most of the time when it's applied in like a very negative non-consensual way it's because there's a power dynamic at play so when right. you literally give someone superpowers when you physically make them superior to other right. human beings like you are introducing an entire new layer of power dynamic right. that doesn't currently exist in right. the real world right I, I think what i would go with though would be something kind of simple like um 
uh, like Domino or Longshot, where they have like these this kind of. Uh, I was looking it up to try to see how to phrase it, but she has the uh, the ability to subconsciously and uh, sonically, um, like psionically, um, mentally uh, initiate random telekinetic acts that affect probability in her favor. So oh. basically, like if you, you can if flip you, a coin and if, have it land on yeah. heads every time. So like if you fall out of a building, like somehow there's a bed there or something like that. Well, what's you know her what name? I mean? Domino. Oh, she's from uh, the Deadpool movie, right? Yeah, there yeah, was yeah, a Domino yeah. in the Deadpool. Like her or um, Longshot um, from Mojo World is yeah. also like has these type of powers. And I think that's pretty, pretty mm. dope. Like you just like you get sick and then you like get not sick. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. Just like, instant yeah. remission. You, like, you, you also make things happen like like Bullseye, right? Bullseye has mm. the ability to like never miss. Mm. But with Domino, it's like the same shit. Like if she shoots a bullet, it it's hits everything. what it needs to. It's going to ricochet it, off eight ricochets walls and then hit the guy right between right. the eyes. Yeah. So I think that that's kind of dope. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all need the... Donald Duck comics back in the day. No, that, when I, I say I'm a Marvel comic kid, I used to read most of that shit. But there's like Donald Duck's cousin is like some dude named Gladstone Gander, and he's like the luckiest motherfucker. He literally, I've never heard Gander, of Gander, bro. He, he's like legitimately every time he's in the comic, things go in his favor, mm. and he always ends up on top. That's, it's, that's hilarious. I mean, yeah. that's pretty much the power, right? Cartoon so, physics is also a crazy power. Like the mm. mask really oh. could probably beat Superman on some shit, right? Mm. Maybe not Superman, but the mask could beat somebody's ass cartoon physics also Mask like require you to have an incredible sense of self-belief like true you know you run off a cliff if you're just not conscious of the fact that there is nothing beneath <laughs> you you can just <laughs> keep <laughs> running you, you can just going. keep true. moving right. you know oh you have like a giant hammer in your coat pocket even though you're wearing like a leather jacket <laughs> boom hammer space you got the big hammer cartoon physics is really just like like reality mani manipulation like mm. some franklin richards type of shit. i wouldn't trust myself with these kind of like yeah, omega level powers well there. like you yeah exactly like like reality manipulation or time manipulation i feel like i'd fuck it up like fall asleep and then propel myself too far into time or some shit wake up and all your family's gone and it's those same fucking uh robotic zombies that you were talking about <laughs> earlier before we started recording yeah. you know what i, I mean? assume there's some conscious you have to be conscious to use it i feel but I, at the so same then time, that like, means that you can't i know you're, you're right i just realized that <laughs> which kind of fucking sucks yeah. I, don't, I don't know i, I i'm I, i've just like you see it all the time like the way that good power has gone bad like yeah 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 so i don't i don't know man like um i i guess i would choose my little luck shit if I couldn't just straight up be Spider-Man. Okay, I get you. Well, I was going to mention something. Oh, yeah, so anyways, like, to go deeper on the topic, uh, it's kind of... Just using the bathroom, I mean, let's pause. Okay. Yeah. All right, we're back. That was a pause, and we're, we're back. Let me make sure this shit is recording in the right area. Yeah, we good. All right, so yeah, there was a break. So so before the break, we were going to bring in the actual topic here. So we yeah. listed our powers. What's so up now? It actually gets deeper than just about superpowers and stuff. So there's like some chicks going off and saying stuff like they're scared about how December 21st is being amplified around the world and like people who do black magic are... Um, there's going to be a solar flare on that day and it's going to change like the actual electromagnetic field of the earth and it's going to change apparently the whole atmosphere like the whole energy around here well i mean the, the 21st is literally like the winter fucking solstice yeah right? but it, equinox, apparently right? apparently it's also like the start of like the aquarius um aquarius um what is it 
Aquarius. The what, age of Aquarius. Yeah, the age of Aquarius. Yeah. Right. So apparently people are is saying it, there's though? gonna be a huge shift. Yeah, uh, it is. I was this year. Some, this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On that day. So right. people are saying it's gonna be like a big thing actually, and shit's gonna change forever. So you, yeah, did you find the tweet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was. He was reading. So, it. It's um. It, I mean, that's really interesting. You know, like December twenty first is. You know, that's that's um, you know, the origins of Christmas, right? It's mm. like, you know, the the birth of Christ because it is a pagan holiday. It is something I mean, even for the Mayans, it was a significant date mm-hmm. um, before before the Gregorian calendar. Like the Mayan calendar is supposed to end on December 21st, 2012, according to the uh, the Tzolkan long count calendar of the Mayans. And shit. So it's like it very much is one of those dates that shit's supposed to happen. Same thing for fucking, you know. Uh, the this spring equinox, you know, Easter and yeah. shit like that. So, I, I get it. I mean, I'm rocking with it. It's a fun thing to do, but <laughs> I don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that like our relationship to um, man man formed constellations in the sky has something to do with like a vibrational wavelength of energy on the planet (laughs) earth you know what i mean like yeah especially when you follow it down further and it's like the time of your birth in relationship to these artificial constructs of symbols in the sky has to do with how your personality is going to take form (laughs) like to to me that's just all uh, i i feel already wonky enough when i'm like yo do you read the mbti like have you ever taken the myers briggs you know it's already right it's already soft science (laughs) enough you know what I mean? It's it's fun to think about though. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fun with it. Also, I like how they like put in that like that scientific explanation. Like there, there's gonna be a solar flare that's yeah. switching right. Like that is a thing. It does happen, but like it's not immediate. As far as I know, uh, we don't just like have like the schedule for the upcoming yeah, solar flare. Yeah, we don't. We don't right? know that. Yo, man, y'all yeah. going to see the solar flare? I right. got my ticket already. <laughs> right. Yeah. I got my ticket. I'm ready to yeah. die, bro. I mean, but that's how the I mean the the Fantastic Four were hit by like fucking cosmic rays from a solar flare or some shit, right? Or cosmic storm. But yeah, apparently also like the the planets are lining up like uh, Saturn and Merc Jupiter, Jupiter maybe. Mm. They're lining up for the first time since like 600 AD or some shit. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. A whole bunch of shits happening. Obviously true. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely gonna happen. So what are you guys gonna do with your um, superpower reparations? Yeah, so um, I'm definitely <laughs> gonna be uh, finding some like CEOs and stuff. You know, I'm gonna try and uh, convince them to uh, fix shit up because if they mm. don't, we're dead. Not I gonna th- happen, dog. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more realistic that I'll get powers than them changing. Now you know the crazy like um, to draw back to comic books and shit, right? So at, at one point in the in the, the last <laughs> ten years, like the the Phoenix Force came back to the planet Earth, and it was supposed to inhabit Hope Summers, which is like the daughter, the daughter of, of Scott and Jean, yeah. right? And 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 because the Avengers were dickheads, they fucked it up, and it split into five beings, right? And so it went into like Cyclops, um, Namor, Magic, uh, who is. Uh, Colossus's sister and like two other people right yeah. and then so what they did it was like fuck it we're gonna change the world they went to Africa they created all these irrigation systems and shit and then one of them was just like Namor was like yo I'm gonna destroy Wakanda like yeah well i mean like and, and that's why him and him and um fucking t'challa have like mad beef mm. right because he destroyed wakanda with like massive floods because you know because uh, there was beef between the atlanteans and the, and the, and the wakandans yeah. right for whatever reasons i don't know it could be like colonialism or something rule shit, of cool <laughs> yeah so i just anticipate like uh 
if there were to be like massive black people powers, like it, yeah, we're, we're, we're like that is bad. That I mean, is a bad that's, thing. That's, okay, so how do you imagine the crazy happen, shit we man. do though? If, if all black people got power, rob Newport shit? trucks and shit, like, culture would be on another level though, man. Oh man. Well, I mean, that's kind of like the analogy is already there in the comic books. It's like the mutants are uh, considered yeah, an yeah, underclass. Other. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we can draw parallels there. Mm. I, I, I'll really for this conversation, we could just talk about like X Men runs. I was gonna, can I can I sub? I, I know I said earlier that I wouldn't trust myself with like an Omega level power, but I have decided I want the power to take and give powers. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <real>. <laughs> this, I want to just power? pull up on people and be like, "Yo, what's your power? Do you, get, <laughs> do you get to choose what power you give them, or do you give them a random power? Ooh, can I haven't. Can, I mean, I. I I mean, if I'm gonna go full Omega level, then I want to choose. I want to have a little. Ca- I want to have a little notebook. There has, like, there okay, has to be so like a little twist. So I, I think it should be manipu- random. <laughs> random. OP. I mean, I'm yeah. I'm all about being as OP as possible with this. Um, I don't think that there's a mutant that does that though. I can't think of one comic book. I'm thinking that does of like that. Heroes, the TV show. Oh, okay, right. right. So what's his name? Skyler. Skyler, another guy. Skyler. Peter Petrelli, right? He can take people's. Well, he takes powers from people in proximity to him, right? But Skyler has to kill them, right? I think so. Like he mercs him and then he gets their powers. I don't remember. Serial killer getting that kind of ability. I I have not seen or read it, but I think it's from like Boku no Hero Academia. Like the main character's ability is like he inherits the ability to... It's like a viral power. Wait, what? Really? Right? That's Deku's power? Yeah, yeah. He he yeah, got. I, did, uh, I what, definitely have not read far enough, or, or something like that. I didn't read it. I just watched the first two or three the seasons. Dude who, of the dude who had it, like All Might, actively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Might actively gave him. Oh, the, the that's power. what I want for it's all. It's like right? an inheritable yeah, yeah. power, uh, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can like pass yeah. it on. Um, oh, I see. But I don't know. I feel like, you know, I always look at like. A lot of superhero works, um, or not necessarily superhero works, but you look at like the first season, first season of Legend of Korra, Avatar, or The Incredibles, and the villains of both of those uh, works are people who want to either take away or democratize powers mm. from a certain group. Amon, um, and you know they always have to kind of justify it by making that person a monster. Yeah, you know it's mm. got to be like, okay, well this guy wants to take away powers through the form of like a capitalist genocide it can't just be like a matter of like you know leveling the playing field you know syndrome like giving like giving superpowers via technology in a world where a select like quote-unquote superior group of people just happen to have powers doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world to me Mm -hmm. like as far as like things that bad guys with access to unlimited resources and power and technology and all this can do um you know syndrome saying when everybody has power no one has power Mm -hmm. i'm kind of like sounds great i'm in like um well i mean like the argument that lex luther had in in the more modern comic books the argument that he has against superman are ones that i would probably have too Right. Like it's like, oh, this guy, it, it, he's not like, oh, he's a fucking immigrant. Like we, I hate immigrants. <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? Like how it might be twisted, but he's just like, yo, the idea that this fucking guy has these powers is a fucking danger to us all, mm-hmm. and and it, it's a bad idea to allow him to just fucking run around and fucking listen to people from outer space. Like mm-hmm. I, he breaks <laughs> the laws of physics, and so I've always liked the the uh, 
the idea like the grant morrison um version of lex luther where he's not he's not like like some weak fucking guy who's super smart he's like the epitome of what you can become mentally and physically as a man you know what yep. i mean he's like basically batman he's fucking fit you know what i mean he, mm. he he's so lex luther shouldn't look like what's the name of the guy that they use from the fucking movie uh, jesse eisenberg yeah. the guy who he did should, the, yeah. right he shouldn't look like fucking him Lex Luthor should look like fucking The Rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He should look perfect. like the fucking Rock. That's perfect. Even, even the animated Superman, like the bald head, he looks, looks he, like he darker looks skin. Like he the looks like yeah. the fucking Rock. Mm-hmm. It should be it should be The Rock. And, and, and wouldn't you be pissed off if you had reached kind of the pinnacle of, you know, human... Mm-hmm. Uh, like the, the the epitome of what humans were capable of. Mm-hmm. You're the smartest fucking guy in the world. You got a fucking 400 pound bench press, and then this dude comes, doesn't even fucking work out, and can pick up battleships, which should fucking crumble under his weight. But he puts mm-hmm. a biometric field around him, telekinetic. Like it's it's yeah. disgusting. I mean, yeah. These powers. It, it's it's um, like Superman. Disgusting. Superman is just Ubermensch, right? The yeah, man. man. But I mean, I, I you know I think we do also kind of see this in sports. You know, Deontay Wilder is not the best boxer in the heavyweight right, right. division. He's not even close to the best boxer right. in the heavyweight division. But he flattens like 90% of mm. the heavyweight division just because he is... His, his technique su- is quite his, bad. His technique is pretty poor, but he's very, very strong. Yeah. He's very, very fast. He's got super long arms and he's got a big, strong core. Yeah. And he can take a hit. And He's also a fucking giant human. And he's, he's huge. Like six, he's like 6'7". Seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah. And like... There have been countless fights in Deontay Wilder's career where he's been outboxed, he's been outmatched, and then he lands that nuclear bomb right hand on you and it's over. Right. And he only has the time. And he he will say it himself. He's like, you can dodge me all you want. I only need the one hit. Yeah. And it's true, you know. I mean, there was that first fight against Fury where, like, he knocks Fury out and somehow Fury just, like, resurrects, like, fucking Gil from Street Fighter 3. He just goes, resurrection, and then stands back up again on the 10 count. Um, but you like, guys follow boxing at all? A bit, yeah. Okay. Not really, no. Like Wilder, yeah. Like he he's got that right hand that like just smashes through yeah. people's guards and puts people some, down. Some genetics are like mm. clear advantages. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're fighting the 135 pound division, but you're six foot six, you're you're fucking like a full foot taller than most of the guys in that fucking division. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Jamaica's like, a tiny country, right. but like Jamaica produces the best sprinters in the world, mm. and mm. like you know. I'm not particularly interested in like sticking electrodes into Usain Bolt and making him run on a treadmill to figure out what makes him genetically so predisposed to running well. Um, but like, yeah, no, I mean, kind of sucks. Like, there sometimes, there. yeah, mm. you know, it's you can work your ass off. I could play the piano uh, fucking eight hours a day, right. and I'm never gonna play as well as like Hiromi right, Uehara. Right. Mm. Yeah, that there's like a genetic lottery that's there too. There like, is. Sometimes yeah. you just yeah. get fucking. Like the East ability Africa. and shit. East right. Africa, long distance running, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. when I ran 10K in high school, I was just generally better at it than other people. Like, I, I have never ran 10K. It's horrible, yeah, but yeah. I came first in like my grades 10K yeah. race. Like, yeah, Sherpas just, and mountain climbing. Like, right. you know, a lot of people in Nepal like process oxygen in different a slightly way. different yeah. way. Hmm. That's tight. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, um, I'm all for fucking like pushing the pushing the potential for humans mm. like yeah like I, I don't mind it, it's a level it's back to your your conversation like the point you made about if everybody has powers and nobody has superpowers right mm. it's like if if one person is is 
using steroids in the UFC, then that's fucking terrible, right? That person mm. has an unfair advantage. But everybody has that, that, that allowed mm. to use a certain amount of steroids, right? Then that means that the the other components are your natural physical abilities, mm. Um, mm. The, the skills that you've developed and, and worked for. You see how far humans can really go. Right. I mean, yeah. nobody, like everybody was, I was a kid when this was happening, when like Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa were fucking hitting baseballs out the fucking stadium like every game, right? It, it, that doesn't happen again but those fools were like on hella steroids mm. like yo i'd watch baseball if there was guys who was doing that you know what i mean mm. if guys were jumping from fucking half court to Ew. dunk and they were you know lebron james is like <laughs> can wow you can yeah. you imagine i mean the limits of like you know we'll, we, we we'll see but then I, I i there's a small part of me that like you know it's kind of a bummer but i feel like ultimately like there are some people that are just not going to respect you regardless of like mm. you know and, and not not just in that sense of like you don't earn like you don't deserve people's respect you should earn people's respect but like i i was looking at the comments uh on a zhang wei li post and she's the the women's strawweight right. champion in the ufc right now chinese, chinese fighter right. like absolute monster just like carves through people you know she's just got this overwhelming strength and her strikes are lightning fast and she just puts these people down and she posted a video of like a shaolin monk dude doing some kung fu and she's like yeah this is like you know traditional chinese martial arts and stuff like that and there's a bunch of people in the comments going oh like these guys wouldn't last a second in the octagon oh chinese martial arts aren't real i'm like you realize you're saying this to like the most dangerous woman on the planet right right like I, I, she knows this she knows in that, like, any sport they always act like they're the experts when they're just watching you know yeah, fans are the worst. They are. I, I wouldn't mind Drake existing so much if it wasn't for his fucking fan. Mm. You know, what I mean, there's just a lot of things that <laughs> like, right. the no, fans really make sure for anything. Right. The fan base is toxic things. as hell, right. man. So, fuck it, yeah, you see Seriously. the same thing. You know, Formula One, like Lewis Hamilton, he just won his seventh championship, has the overall record for pole positions and wins, and like people will still insist, oh no, he just has the best car. Other people even have had the same car as him. LeBron, like everyone's like, no, he won a fucking uh, what is it? Like he won a. Um, it's like a pity ring or something because it was in the oh, bubble, right? Right, right, right So right. they're like saying it doesn't count. What? I mean, yeah, it counts, bro. I got I mean, as a Lakers fan, I have to emphasize that it did count and more than <laughs> any of his other rings, actually. But, but no, nah, um, yeah, I don't know, guys. Uh, I, I do, I did, and I really, um, I really enjoyed this conversation. This episode is much longer than i usually allow it maybe i'll cut out the cannibal ox thing earlier mm. to just get it down a little shorter but i think i think we're pretty good yeah i do mm. I, I was really happy to meet both of y'all today and i'm sure yeah, i'll have you sure. back on the podcast yeah, as, a, pleasure, as a guest host or or back again when you guys have some more music or yeah, just absolutely. to kick it sometime yeah. but um man is let's go ahead and like say something tight about us and our social media and then we get out of here i want to yeah, eat yeah. something i'm fucking hungry yeah me, me too and i gotta leave in like an hour but uh, Jet, where we at? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. That's it. At JXL on the <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna find some dope beats. Go ahead. Uh, Kara. Um, let's see. What do I want to? Mm, yeah, follow me on Insta. Morikawa rolling. And I got a new single. It's gonna be on my new album that I'm working on. Hey, 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 I'm feeling on this beat. Follow me on Instagram, Desert to the Sweet. Okay. Yeah, now but my single's coming out on Tuesday, so check it out. Out of sight. Yo, I think I actually, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I think I might. I think I might do it. Let me just, okay. 
Well, I didn't find it, so that's Shouts good. Shouts out was, to Late, by the way. Shouts out to Late. Indeed. We miss you, bro. I was gonna, uh, I was gonna play a song from uh, a new joint that I got from. It's produced by MC Buddha. It's A Valley. And oh it's, shit! And yeah, it's, it's Buddha A Valley, man. Buddha A Valley and um, and you, Miles. Oh, Miles. Oh. Damn. That's a, that's a heat track right there, man. Mm-hmm. MJ the Sensei. I don't know if I'm supposed to be allowed to play this. They didn't tell me to just release it. Um, I'll ask them. But yeah, we can play a second. Let's just keep talking over a little bit, man. Hey. I'll just play the first part to let you guys get a little taste. Yeah. But um, both of them kill it on this track. Wait, oh, Buddha produced it. It's Buddha produced it. Oh, and Miles Valley and, and Miles. Okay, gotcha. I'll be sipping this water while I'm dripping the sauce. Know the time can be wasted, never taken. Mm, pay attention for that. That's coming out soon. I, I can't play it. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. send that to me in confidence. Yeah, peace, 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 yeah, peace. Yeah. Make a late show. <laughs> I, 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 Make a late show. Yeah, no, I, you know what? I'm just going to keep talking over it and I'm going to play a song. La, 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 la. Out, you know hey, hey, I'm a rap. I love those cats, man. I'll play the song I was going to play earlier. Buddha Monk, Mr. Brady, Mocha Only. Uh, Buddha's cool. I met him last week, actually. We went, we went uh, crate digging together. Yeah, we were MC Buddha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Buddha Monk. Oh, sorry. Yeah, He's yeah, one of the kind of like early beat scene guys yeah. in Los Angeles mm-hmm. that popularized yeah. the genre. Yeah, so here he is. Buddha's, yeah, that's my guy. Shout out to the bridge. Peace, Mega Late Show, 135. Grr, they wanted to us up and they chomp us But they can't test the real or manipulate the shit Cause we bonkers Beyond what you're commonly accustomed to We got wiser when the customs grew Now all you gotta do is call I won't be dropping the ball Hit the people with the two-piece They copping it all Lost in the ball of confusion No sir, we built the universe The MR Conducting all the business and soon the burst Simps everywhere that you look They consume with thirst But all we gotta do is focus and do a verse Brady, do your shit I hope you get the props you deserve. Let these people feel the essence come through the words. Let these people feel the essence come through the words. Let's let these people feel the essence come through the words. Mr. Mr. Buddha Moss. Check it, yo.